Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. The South Carolina Gamecocks are weaker than a plate full of piss. The Rob and Kale Podcasts. Let's go. And welcome in to the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders coming to you from Columbia, South Carolina. As uh, my buddy is in the upstate, he is the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He's right now happier than a pig at slop time with his lady Gamecocks. He is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? How's everybody doing tonight? Great as hell, I hope. Yeah. All right. So we're actually going to we'll talk a little bit of basketball this evening. We're going to talk football, too, Jackpot. We're going to look at some uh, some schedule stuff here. And, and the I don't know if you want to call it the breaking point game of the season or the we'll find out what we thought about what, what we think of you on this game of the season. We'll look at uh, some of the teams from the SEC, the ACC and a couple of other spots. I got some schedules pulled up here. And, uh, and we'll go over those together. But uh, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. They are sponsoring the Callaway's Bracket Challenge. I think it is a uh, – it's like a foregone conclusion that Tigger Lady is going to win. I have no clue who Tigger Lady is. We'll find out. Jamie says, I don't do basketball. Look, I'm sorry that you can only focus on one sport, sir. I mean, that's typical. Must be a Georgia fan. The only sport that matters is is, is football. So that's good for you. You won the national title. But uh, anyway, the bracket that's the way challenge. Most Clemson fans, though, too, sir. So uh, not this one. I'm pissed off I at Clemson. Most. I'm pissed off Clemson's two and four in ACC playing baseball. We are a pile of shit. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Yeah, I was uh, hoping they'd get swept today, but. Um... They were able to pull out a win. Yeah. Papa B says, what do we think of the clothes the LSU women's basketball coach wears? I mean, I <laughs> she wear whatever the fuck she wants. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, who gives a shit? I don't judge a coach by what she wears anyway, or he wears. Well, I mean, what well, I don't I've missed that one. What is she wearing? Uh, let's, just, let's just say it's very loud, jackpot. I mean, she, she wears she wearing clothes like Cam Newton showed up for, you know, the, yeah, the ones that look like his mama's couch cushions and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's they, they call her like the, uh, the what's the name for? Is like the Cajun Barbie or something like that. I mean, she's supposedly really big on the fashion sense of it. I mean, look, I am no South Carolina fan, but she's gonna get dressed up a whole whole hell of a lot to get her ass kicked again by those women that uh, Don Staley runs out there. That's a yeah. fucking machine. So anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, but let's thank Callaway's bar and grill Callaway's bar and We'll find out who's winning the bracket challenge. Final four is set Miami, San Jose state, uh, San Diego state. Damn it. I keep messing it up. That's some, it's some, Fucking college in California that no one fucking knows anything about. Yeah, San well, Diego's- I know all about San Diego State and San Jose State are probably. You think they're they're mm, probably seven or eight hundred miles apart from each other? Do you think they like they, they're like rival gangs? Jackpot! They throw up different gang symbols, like they got the SJ on one side and the SD on the other. <laughs> no, nah, man, San Diego is a pretty classy place, except for you know, well, the part that's like right there on the border that's kind of nasty. I think. Yeah. Um, and then San Jose is right up there next to San Francisco. And we all know, you know, what San Francisco is all about, but yeah. So I don't know, maybe if they get that rub or not, uh, know. Florida Atlantic will also join rub them. and tug more like it. <laughs> Florida Atlantic. And then we have, uh, one more in the final four jackpot. And that would be, who's the fourth team jackpot. It's all about the U. No, we, we, Miami, San Diego State, UConn, UConn. That's right, Florida Atlantic and UConn. Which one of those does not? Which one is doesn't seem like they belong? I mean, <laughs> all of them seem like they really don't belong, right? Except for like UConn. I mean, you can imagine them being there, but well, it's. 
there's I think the other three have never been to the final four. No, they haven't. So there's that. I think I think Florida Atlantic is the most shocking of all. I mean, I'll be I mean, I know they did have a really good season. I mean, they only lost three games, but still. Yeah. I mean, what do they put what do they play in? What are they in? Fun belt? Uh, yeah. I looked them up the other uh yesterday. Their losses, they've lost a their losses were to Ole Miss, um, Middle Tennessee State, and then they lost uh, UAB. That's the only losses they got. So, yeah. So there's that. But uh, yeah, I Final Four is set. Congratulations to them, and uh, make sure you, uh, if you're in the Columbia area, go by and see the folks at Callaway's Callaway's Bar and Grill dot com. Uh, also, we have from Dennis Wilson story time with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story, sir. Let's see what we got here tonight. Mm. Uh, Sucks to be a Gamecocks. The Clemson has two times more conference titles than the Gamecocks have bowl wins. South Carolina fans have a lot of hope to go five and seven. It sucks to be a Gamecock. <laughs> go Tigers. Every time I read one of these dumb shit posts, I just want to like a damn, I don't know. <laughs> that one hits you hard. A lot of fans have a lot of hope to go five and seven. That's, that's stupid. That's some funny shit right there. I'd be really uh, embarrassed to have to post that after this loss to him, too. Uh, wow. We'll uh, all right. So. Jackpot, you want to? We're going to look at some of these uh, these hinge games. All right, we'll start with South Carolina. Uh, you know, looking at their schedule, you know, you can look at they've got North Carolina, Furman at Georgia, Mississippi State at Tennessee, and then a home matchup with Florida, followed by a game at Mizzou, a game at A and M, and then November is is interesting because the entire the entire month of November, they don't have to leave williams Bryce Stadium. They've got Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Clemson all at home. So, that's I don't four. think one of those I mean, that's, that's the easiest. That's the easiest part of the schedule there. I mean. Yeah, you can make an argument that that is uh, absolutely true. There are four home games in the Yeah, until the last game. You're absolutely right. Um, but that's, game, that's, the, that's the cherry on top of the game. Hmm. Which game do you think is the hinge point there for South Carolina? Well, I mean, you, you, you kind of got to look at, at where they lie uh, in the season. Um, and I think that that game at home against Florida is going to be a big swinger. It's going to be a, a huge uh, hinge game. That, that, that's the team South Carolina, that's the team South Carolina just has to beat. I mean, they, they have to beat them. Um, to atone, number one, for last year's horrible performance. And, um, yeah, uh, that, that, that's, a, that's a big one to me. Well, you know, I say a hinge game. And what I mean by a hinge game is that it could turn your season from good to great or from great to shit. And when I look at South Carolina's schedule there, I think that they should be favored to beat North Carolina. I think they're favored to beat Furman. I don't know about going to Georgia and winning. But I think it's that Mississippi State game. The game is at home in between two road matchups there. South Carolina, if they can pick up that win, and let's just say they win the first two, they're going to go to the shithole in Tennessee as a three and one team, they'll probably be ranked in the top 25. And the last Saturday in September could be a matchup to decide uh, who's going to finish in the upper half of the SEC East. So, in my opinion, it's that game against Mississippi State on the 23rd. Six and one yeah. half dozen another, right? Yeah, that's a, that's interesting. That's an interesting uh, way of looking at it because you, you got to look at you're probably going to come in there after a loss. So, uh, you know, how do you respond to that? But yet you've got a, a big game on the road coming up against, um, you know, a, a bunch of hillbillies that not only are going to be, uh, you know, a pretty good bunch again this year, but probably they're gunning for you. You know, they're, they're aiming to. Now, I've been told 
ever since the clock hit zero in last year's game, they were going to hang 70. Um, they're going to hang 70 this year in Neyland Stadium. So, so they're not hanging 70 points. They're, well, they're, they're, that's what they said they're going to do. They're not hanging 70 points. I'm telling you what they said they're going to do. Um, they were coming for revenge. So, um, yeah, that, that's an interesting, interesting point there. I mean, we lose that game, and it's um, uh, that's um, going to be kind of a tough road to hoe back out of. That right. Happens. That's what I'm saying. It, it that's the hinge point game. I think this, the Gamecocks need that game because if they go, if they go and they they win that game, they're three and one. You lose a game at Tennessee. I'm not saying you're going to lose because I don't have any faith in those hillbillies. You might go up there and mop the floor with them again. Who knows? But that Florida matchup the week after, if you come in at three and two and then you've got Florida at home, you're looking at that thinking, shit, I've got to win this game just to get, you know, to stay above 500. And, you know, before you have a two-game streak heading uh, on, on the road with Mizzou and Texas A&M, who, you know, Mizzou for some reason has the Gamecocks number and Texas A&M – yeah, South Carolina beat them last year, but you know they've always been a tough out for the Gamecocks since they joined the conference. So, yeah, especially I mean, with with Bobby Petrino calling the plays this year, you know that that adds another dynamic to, to everything. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Can, how he find, can he find a quarterback though? Well, not not even that. Can him and Jimbo Fisher get along? They've been two guys that have like been you know the alpha guy on offense forever. And are they going to butt heads, or are they going to uh, to calm down and and try to do what's best for the program? So, tell that bunch to settle down over there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, that 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 that's interesting. It's going to be an interesting story to see how that one unfolds this year. All right, so let's look at the next matchup. The the next school that I have pulled up here, Jackpot, is the Georgia Bulldogs. Hold on and- real quick. Travis, uh, here's here's my uh, response to uh, TriStar's comments that we're eating chicken that night, and you said we're eating spurs all night. I, I, here's what I think about what they think, Travis. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. Yeah, I mean, really. So let's look at the Georgia Bulldogs here. Their schedule, the breaking point for them, which means their season, because, you know, it's national championship or bust with Georgia every year, it seems like, jackpot. But looking down the – they get there. They don't leave Athens until September 30th when they play at Auburn. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't know what Auburn's going to be this year. We have no clue. I mean, they they could be decent. They could be whatever. But at Auburn, that, I mean, that could be one matchup that you look at. But I think it comes down to October 28th in Florida, uh, in Jacksonville, where they'll match up with the Florida Gators. Are they going to continue to to bitch slap them around, or uh, will Florida give them a give them a run for their money? Because I don't see any of the other teams really challenging them. Mm, you're not interested in the uh, game at home against Kentucky on October 7th. Uh, you could argue that. Uh, why not? If you want to put that one. I think one- Kentucky, I think they're going to be, comp- <laughs> excuse me. Oh, I think they're going to be improved this year. I really do. Uh, I, I, you know, they brought the offensive coordinator from 2021 back after a subpar 2022 season with um, old, uh, old Rich Scangarello calling the plays. He brought back Liam Cohen who was uh, from the NFL, went back to the NFL. Now uh, March 2's got him back in Lexington. So uh, I, I And then with Devin Leary uh, playing quarterback, a uh, guy from, from NC State, I think, I think he'll play behind a better offensive line at Kentucky. Um, I don't know whether he's going to have – but I think he may – his receiving core probably will be on par with what he had at NC State, maybe a little better. So, I mean, that's interesting. So you think that, that that matchup with Kentucky could hinge their season, meaning that that'll be the first one where they have to actually really take a breath and be like, look, we better get our shit together 
or this could uh, affect our run at a three-peat? Yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, I also think South Carolina is better than Kentucky, so. They are. You got that. Mm-hmm. And then the Florida is, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just think the Gators are just, oh, I don't know. The Gators are just, Gators seem to have just tanked. The program just seems to be just on this downward trajectory. However, I look at their recruiting, uh, and they out they finished up. They out-recruited us in the 2023 season or the 2023 cycle. They were, they finished number 12. I, I don't yeah. get it. I don't I – don't. Well, you can make an argument then with, with Ole Miss. You know, Ole Miss, uh, will they be able to, uh, to keep the offense going even though they've lost a bunch of folks? But I think that yeah. first game where it's going to be like, huh, they have the neutral site game with Florida where – Georgia's had, you know, they've they've been they've done really well with it, but still, it seems like that game is always a tight a tight game for them. Um, they've had they've had some instances where they lost that game; they had no business losing it. You know, what the Florida game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so, the yeah. old Miss the old Miss matchup's interesting. You know, he's got a loaded quarterback room. Uh, Lane Kiffin does got um, Jackson Dart down there. Spencer Sanders, the transferred over from uh, from the mullet at Oklahoma State, and then some some young guy Walter or something or another who played for LSU last year, who was like a, a four or five star kid. So somebody's got to transfer, right? Somebody's going to have to. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. Anyway, that's our look at the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, the next one I've got up here, uh, I'm going to talk about Florida for a minute here. The Florida Gators, you know, second season of, are they calling it Billy Ball? I mean, whatever the fuck they're calling it down there. Billy Napier in his second season. They're you calling know, it train wreck. I don't know how the hell we lost to him. Yeah, well, I think that. That first game of the season is the hinge point for Florida. If they go up to Utah and they get just just popped, that could throw them into a tizzy for the rest of the season, in my opinion. They've got McNeese, Tennessee, Charlotte, and then Kentucky after that on the road, as well as Vanderbilt. They go to South Carolina. They get Georgia, of course, in Jacksonville. Home game with Arkansas. Last three games of the season are at LSU, at, at Mizzou, and home with Florida State. I think it's the first game of the season. If they go up there and get popped, I think it's going to throw them completely off the edge. Uh, I think. Well, I, I think they're they're well. I mean, yeah, but you got to look at it this way. Last year they played them in the first game of the season and they beat them mm-hmm. by the grace of God somehow in uh, Gainesville, and they ended up having a shitty season. So if they go out there and beat them, uh, what's to say they're going to have a uh, a good season? I honestly think it's that September thirtieth uh, game on the road at Kentucky. Yeah, you got to start beating Kentucky again sometime. You're Florida. Yep. You beat them like thirty times in a row. What are you doing? The Gators lost, lost, to lost two out of three to Kentucky. Yeah, they lost so. to Vanderbilt last year. So. You know, I mean, what the fuck, you know? All right, and then speaking of Kentucky, we'll talk about the Wildcats here for a minute. Last season, Kentucky, some people will say Kentucky was better than their record. I read that somewhere today, and it kind of made me laugh a little bit. But Kentucky opens the season with their their a, a bunch of MAC teams, but Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and Akron before going on the road to Vanderbilt. Then they got that home matchup with uh, with Florida before they hit the road to play at Georgia. Well, that first month is just brutal, isn't it? Wow. I mean, that is that – is, I'm telling you, Jackpot, wee, tough, tough, tough. They do get uh, – they have Mizzou and Tennessee at home, followed by a road game at Mississippi State. Their last home game, senior day, is November 11th. And what do you get for senior day? Alabama. Followed by a road trip to South Carolina and then a road trip to the Ville. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. In honor of Big Body Ross, I'm not going to call it Akron, but. <laughs> and their schedule results, just looking at it, I mean, it looks kind of. 
I mean, through, throughout that first half of the season, I mean, it looks kind of almost predictable to me. Um, I really think I think their big their big swing game, if they're 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 improved as I think they will be. I think their big swing game comes a little bit later than most. I think it's that Saturday October twenty eighth matchup at home against Tennessee. Yeah, now, I'm a little bit different on that because I think Vanderbilt is going to be a little bit different than um, people think. I think it's going to be the Vanderbilt game. So. Yeah, not because I think that Kentucky is going to have issues with Vanderbilt. It's just they played three teams that they should beat by 25 or more. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Vanderbilt's going to come in there, and their coach has them thinking they might do something. So they go on the road there. They could get their, their toast pot there at Vanderbilt, in my opinion. Well, so I mean, they should be. I mean, they should have some confidence after last year. And yeah, yeah, they went 5-7. and seven, they win but, that game, I mean, they'll be 4-0. People will be talking about them in the top 25, bringing in Florida. And, you know, Florida, we both think is probably going to be a shit show. So Kentucky could be in the start of uh, the season here. If they play the way that Jackpot thinks they're going to play, they should be, what, 3-4, 5-0 heading into that Georgia matchup. And the first Saturday in October will be a a top 25 matchup, probably that 3-30 game on, uh, on CBS. Uh yeah. 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 So uh Brock says I think they call it a shit show. Papa B says Vandy's down this year. The quarterback transferred to Mississippi State. Mike Wright, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't keep up with all these transfers. I mean, these people I mean folks know who they who's transferred where because of who their teams are, but I, I that's hard to keep up with. Yeah, so there's our look at the uh, some of the SEC teams here. Uh, let's see here. I was going to look at – oh, did you want to look at – I want to look at Alabama's schedule too, just to uh, – so they start with Middle Tennessee. And look at this schedule for Alabama. It's like, God damn it. So they got Middle Tennessee, uh, a home game with Texas, they play at South Florida, home game with Ole Miss. Why is Alabama playing at South Florida? I, I don't know that. I I I I can't understand that one. I mean, yeah. South, the Gamecocks caught some shade a couple of years ago. I remember, you know, there was a bunch of stupid Clemson fans making fun of it. Why is South Carolina playing on the road at ECU? Why are you playing a non-power five team on the road? And um, you now, I mean, you, you got Alabama doing it, which I mean, Florida played on the road at South Florida last year, mm. so maybe they got some kind of deal with the SEC. I'm not sure. That's weird, though. It's very weird for Alabama to travel to South Florida. Maybe you know what? If Alabama really cared, you know, they could they could schedule a home and home with UAB. It's right there in state. Why not do that? Give them a. Uh, game no, up. they're not going to do that because they tried to. They they tried to to to, to uh to kill um, that program. I know. Yes, they did. So they're yeah. Not, UAB's not don't want to play them. I know. I was just throwing stuff out there. Uh, anyway, you know the thing with Alabama too. We got to talk about the 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 Alabama fans that I've seen now that are like, hey, you know maybe uh, Nate Oates should have gotten rid of uh rid of uh rid of this other kid here. Now they're throwing that out there since they lost. But anyway, Alabama has. Like uh, two straight road games. They play Ole Miss Miss at home, followed by at Mississippi State, and then at Texas A&M before home games against Arkansas and Tennessee. Uh, Then they get a week off before they play LSU. Then they go to Kentucky, have Chattanooga, and then Auburn. I mean, when I look at Alabama, I don't – the I guess you could say the A and M game, maybe, um, maybe the the matchup with LSU, one of the one of those two jackpot would be either the boiling point or the breaking point there for the Crimson Tide. Well, I mean, that Ole Miss game is intriguing too because it comes after you know that that game against South Florida. You're gonna get you're they're gonna roll in there most likely three and zero. 
And, um, you know, they've had a tough time with Ole Miss in the past. Um, so that's, that, that looks like an interesting matchup. Yeah. Just from a, where it lies on the schedule standpoint. All right. So is there any other teams that you want to look at jackpot besides those? If any other you'd like to look at, we could look at the Clemson roster really quick here. If you want, I, I, I don't, the reason I'm not really, it's not that I don't care about Clemson. It's just that I don't know what Clemson's going to be this year with all the changes and everything else. So for me to actually pick a game that is going to be their hinge point, it's going to be interesting. And I don't know which way to go with it, to be honest with you. So, um, but do you have a game at Clemson? Do you think this season's going to be one that you look at? It's like, man, they, they lose that one. It's the pits. I don't know. You've got Kentucky's schedule up there, so I know I'm. Moving, I'm trying to find Clemson's schedule. So give me a second. Well, it's here. in the ACC section. I um, know it's where under, it is. it's under the seas. It's under the seas for Clemson. Mm-hmm. Anyway, should be up. Uh, well, I, I already did a, a breakdown of this today and, and took a look at their schedule, and uh, we talked about this one uh, in a video. Um, you got a point to that. Uh, that matchup in uh, week four at home against Florida State, you know, coming in with all kinds of hype, you know, is Clemson is Clemson going to stay kings of the ACC? Are they going to be able to take – because, I mean, eventually they're going to lose to Florida State. Now, I like them to lose to Florida State on the road more than I do at home. Uh, because because th- this game's it's an important one too because, you know, you lose it – and then you could potentially, and I know they probably shoehorned, um, or they probably will shoehorn Dino Baber's Syracuse bunch into the, the bottom of the ACC again. That's just where they just like to stick them. It's kind of like Mizzou. They just like, everybody likes to stick them to finish sixth in the East every year, just for, for no reason. They don't really do a lot of research on them. And that's, that's how I, people do Syracuse. So you could go on the road and end up losing that game. You could let Florida State beat you twice, um, and you've got that's a tough three game slate there. And you're you're uh, at home against Wake Forest, and you know everybody's well. Wake Forest not going to be any good because Sam Hartman's gone, and 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 Wake Forest can't bring in any talent. Uh, bullshit, bullshit that they can't bring talent there. That coach can develop some talent. Sam Hartman, did you even know who he was? Uh, it's right. not like he was some high. Oh God! Here, they, they've just they've just landed Sam Hartman, out five star at high school. Uh, it's not wasn't like a Trevor Lawrence type deal, okay? I mean, he was developed there by uh, Clawson and that. So um, yeah, they'll be just fine. Yeah, I I think that um, when I look at the Clemson schedule, I think it's the Miami game. Because they have to go on the road October the twenty first and play at Miami. And Come on, I, man! Miami is a, Miami is a shit show. Miami is a shit show. But the look, the Clemson schedule, other than the matchup with Notre Dame, I mean, there really isn't a game on there that you look at and you're like, all right. I mean, I guess you go with Florida State, but I think going on the road and playing is different, in my opinion. So back to back games, Miami and at NC State, where Clemson has lost. Last time they played there, before going to Notre Dame, that's a, that's an interesting three game set there. Now you play Notre Dame at home. Yeah, Notre Dame's at home. I'm sorry, but still, um, two road games and then a home game with Notre Dame. I I I also I think that uh, season opener against Duke on Labor Day is kind of kind of kind of a weird spot. It's kind of interesting. It's a team you don't play very much, and uh, it's definitely a team on the come up. Uh, I don't know where Mike Elko finished last year in the ACC Coach of the Year balloting or voting on the ballot, <laughs> but um, he should have finished pretty high. Uh, he took over an absolute dumpster cake program. That's true. Kind of, kind of turned some stuff around there. Went to a bowl game. Um, so I mean, that's going to be a that's going to be a big game for them. Uh, they're definitely going to have that one circled. Um, it, it was Clemson going to overlook over overlook Duke? Could be a little bit concerning. 
All right. You want to take some calls, Jackpot? Without question. So the number to dial if you would like to join the program is 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. That is the number to dial if you would like to join the show this evening. Uh, you want to talk about the team that is a hinge point, their game, for, uh, regardless of what team that you follow, talk about that. Or we could talk about the the Final Forest set. Hey, Jackpot, fun stat for you. You know, Georgia's been to a Final Four, but Tennessee hasn't. Yeah, hmm. well, yeah. so have Gamecocks. Yeah, the Gamecocks have as well. So is think- Florida Atlantic. So, um, yeah. Oh, so is San Diego State. So yeah, is George so- Mason. George Mason's Memphis, there too. Memphis. Um, did Davidson go to a Final Four or uh, Elite Eight with uh, with Steph Curry? But they were right there on the on the cusp of it. But I'm just they were, saying. They were within a cunt hair. Within a cunt hair. All right, let's go out to the phones and welcome into the program. Good evening. Why do you say you don't care about Tennessee, but you always have to take shots at them? What are you talking about, sir? I said I didn't care about the Clemson schedule. No, I mean, every time anybody says you're a Tennessee hater and you, you know, search them out to hate on them, what, you claim what, you what, don't hold care. Hold on, sir. What, what have I said that has offended the Tennessee folks this evening? What did I say? I mean, you bring up a Final Four from answer before the, integration. Answer the for- question, sir. What did I say that hurt Tennessee fans? Because what I just said applies to Clemson, too. Clemson's never been to a Final Four. Stop being shallow. Yeah, but why didn't you say answer Clemson? the question? Why didn't you say why didn't you answer, say George has been to a Final Four before Clemson? Answer the question. I think he was getting ready to say it. I was getting ready to say it, but you called up because you were so sensitive because you think you're a basketball oh, power okay. and you're not. You're not. Uh, Final Fours matter, sir. Remember that. I I agree. Princeton has more national championships than Georgia. Does that make them a better football program than Georgia? That doesn't matter. You know what? I'm not going to put up with your silliness tonight. There you go. Have a great night. Dumb on top of dumb. Every time you call, you're an oversensitive ass. and I'm not going to deal with it. Okay, call from somebody else. Let's see here. Nope, we're not going to take him because that's him again. So that's how that works out. I wasn't even talking about them. I was actually going to go into why Clemson needs to get rid of Brad Brownell. That's where I was going. That's where I was going with that. But Tennessee fans are so sensitive right now because they were supposed to win everything this year. Only thing with Brad is, eh, and and you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking at this from a Gamecock point of view. You know, hindsight being 2020, sure. I, I don't know that I would have gotten rid of uh, Frank Martin. After last season, after uh, what we just witnessed, the horror that we saw unfold. Right. Uh, Chris says, we're sensitive, but Rob hangs up on everyone. No, sir, I'm just not going to sit there. I don't there know why every time I see his avatar, it looks like a Clemson, it looks like a Clemson tiger paw. Yeah. I guess I can't see good anymore. I saw it's going. getting old? Is that what it is, Jackpot? It, it, I, it is. Uh, I saw it's one, one of the things to go. I didn't say anything bad about Tennessee. I was going to talk about Brad Brownell and how things have gone to shit there. And it seems like no one cares. No one cares. So, so there's that. Well, the, the, uh, well, Graham, Graham Cracker issued a statement at the end of the season. And so we had a conversation. We look, we look forward and, uh, we look forward to, um, what was it that said? That, that we look forward to, to going for Graham Cracker. That we look forward to going going forward with Brad and blah blah blah. Uh, well, okay. uh, hold on, hold on. Let me address Chris here. Cries about talking balls. Have I blocked you from the channel, sir? Did I block you from the channel? No, sir. You can run your mouth over here. We just don't have to have people uh, uh, listening to your voice running your absolute lies and horseshit. Just not in the mood to listen to it tonight. Not in the mood, sir. It's not going to happen tonight. I feel I'm sorry. Sorry if that hurts your feelings, but I mean Tennessee's so great. You left there and you live in Georgia. Fuck does that say about that? To, that's I. Uh, I made I made a promise to everyone that I would never uh, utter those folks' names. Mm. Uh, so. So. 
he says crackpot can still watch them. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 mean I will or that I do. Yeah. So and you can you can run your shit over there all you want. We're not gonna edit you over there. Do whatever you want. Alan this. Patrol, Alan Patrol. nice to see you back again. Sorry, nice he, back, he, he said he was blocked by them. I'll have to use my pronouns here because I can't utter their name. Pronouns, yeah, um, he was blocked. Well, that's that's not surprising. So, well, I made a promise I wouldn't hang up for a set period of time, but you're different. You ruined the whole show. So, we'd like other people to call and uh, and and join the show. So, you just sit there and if you want to do your own show, man, I, I mean, I would watch. Have at it. You can do whatever you want. I mean. If you're, I mean, but if you're going to have the talking squalls have, have the, uh, the advantage on you because they are, they're biggest on taking that Tennessee penis to the ball sack. I mean, they can't have too many shows like that. So there's that. Talk about that South Carolina baseball team. This, uh, see two walk-off wins over Mizzou in three days. How about that? Yeah, they, they were they're what twenty three and two on the season. They're playing twenty three and two. Yeah, um, just um, you know, brutal um, the way they're playing this year. It's just crazy um, to think that uh, you know a couple of years ago it was like they I don't think they won an SEC series until like the end of the season almost. So yeah, they had one year they didn't do it. So yeah, you're right about that. But they're they're off to the races, man. Yeah, I um I commented and it was kind of a backhanded uh back crack at his uh post that um uh it was uh the Spurs Up show dude uh posted uh, or he sent a tweet out where um you know, I think Vanderbilt beat um Mississippi State today to take the series they they swept him and he uh he he quote tweeted it and he said this uh, a once proud program uh, has now lost 17 games in a row. Uh, man, they sure have fallen out of grace quickly or something. And I just commented back that uh, uh, we unfortunately know their pain there, uh, Junior, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, it's not like I'm like, you know, don't be, you know, don't be dissing on, don't be dissing on that because they've lost to some pretty good teams, you know. Um, Vanderbilt's no slouch in baseball, right? and we we haven't done shit yet. Okay, we swept two series, but you know it's a long season. Uh, Papa B says Mississippi State baseball about to clean house. You know there there's so many there's so many good teams in that conference, though. I mean, any team could come up and bite you quick. You never know, man. So, yeah, that, yeah. Especially that SEC West side. Uh, I know they're not divided up in divisions like that, but they're um, seems like all of them are, are really, really good. Except for the two Alabama schools. I mean, I don't think they're. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about Auburn, but I don't think Alabama's real good. Yeah. Uh, let's go back out to the phones and. Welcome. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I got a quick question for you, and I'll get off here and listen to what you have to say. Do you think the rule change where the clock is going to continue to run on first down until the last two minutes is going to affect your hinge game decision? Because I'm still going to go with Florida. Kentucky can't beat Florida there. I mean, our season is pretty much going to be Toast. I mean, we're not. I mean, with Georgia and Alabama on the schedule this year, it, Florida's could almost be a must-win. But for Kentucky, time of possession is key because we, you know, we just ain't got the talent like Georgia can score in droves, and Tennessee's gotten where they can just put up big numbers with their gimmick offense. But now that the clock is going to continue to run, I think it gives you know mid-tier teams like Kentucky or the bottom teams, if you want to call Kentucky a bottom team, a little bit of advantage there. But I'll get off here and listen to what y'all have to say about that. I think that uh, what Big Barney Ross says is uh, is valid. You could keep that clock rolling and you could turn, maybe turn one of those five-minute drives where you go 30 yards into a seven- to nine-minute drive. 
Um, yeah, there's that, man. That's the way. I mean, that he's probably right about that jackpot. Makes sense, right? Yeah, slight. Yeah, slight. They lowered shot clock from forty-five to twenty-four seconds. <laughs> yeah, uh, could be true there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Papa B says, but 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 Brandon Miller was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The wrong people, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Harry Leg says, if you can maintain possession, it's chess match. I mean, if you've got a, a running game where you can you can hold on to that ball, I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal. I mean, it, it really can make a difference. So um, can you grind out games and win them ugly? You know, may, maybe you don't have all the talent in the world there, but you can, you can um, I don't know, dirty up some games and slow some games down and Limit the amount. I mean, play like Army does. Just limit the time of possession on the other side, you know? There's Randall over in the comment section. He says the Arkansas fans talking big shit after they beat LSU in game one. And I can't find the MFs after yesterday. Clowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I hope you're I, – I tell you, I got to hope your team uh, in week one um, – takes care of business uh, against Florida State, sir. Scalp them. Uh, right, <laughs> right down there in the middle of Florida. I mean, I can't stand. And I'll tell you, I, I said this today in, in the video. This is That, that, that game in week four, um, I'm, I'm telling you, that's setting up to be one of the rare, rare times uh, that Carolina Jackpot is going to pull for Clemson in a football game. Absolutely can't freaking stand them. Yeah, jackpot's hate for Florida State is is real. In well, fact, it, it goes back to uh, you know it goes back to money and uh, and gambling a little bit. Uh, they've cost me a little bit there, and then it's just you know the, the transfer portal thing. You know, taking uh, taking South Carolina players. Um, this Jaheim Bell situation is I, that guy, I, I, and I don't know, and I, I I've got to wonder. If, if losing him might not be, you know, for the better. Because, you know, with that attitude and, the, you know, the, 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 the mom thing and, and all that silliness, it had to just be a locker room cancer. Had to be. Right. I'm not getting enough touches. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. I got to bitch about everything. Uh, all right. Well, jackpot, can I – I, I want to share a classic moment in jackpot history tonight. Is that, is that all right with you? That's fine. All right. So I'm going to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I've got, got the proper thing here in honor of, it was like what, seven years ago that uh, South Carolina went to the final four, which some teams have a final four appearance. Others don't like my Clemson tigers. They don't have a final four appearance. But Jackpot's team has actually went to the Final Four. And uh, with that, this was Jackpot's team winning over the Florida Gators and uh, his reaction, which is great. Here you go, Jackpot. That's it. Let's go. Let's go do it. Yes! 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 I've been waiting on something like this to happen to us for 42 years. I feel bad for them too, but they've been there before. They've been there before. We haven't been there before. I don't got no shoes on. Just kill me. <laughs> it might be Jackpot Jr. there. I think it was. I've been waiting to do this forever. Yeah. Woo, baby! <laughs> Caught up in the rain. <laughs> We're coming for you, baby. Gotcha. 
<laughs> See, I wish that as a Clemson fan, I could have that, but I can't because we're never going to the Final Four. Did you like the way that I, I, I got a little smooth move there at the end? It took the, the left hand, even though it's still holding the flag in my right, and yanked my drawers up. <laughs> I still got those pants, by the way. I got them on right now. Shut up. I do. Same anyway. basketball shorts. I do. Uh, Devin says the only thing that would make that better is if jackpot was shrieking. Look, I I'm not even I'm not gonna say any shit about that because uh, if my team was going to the Final Four and was relevant in basketball, would absolutely love it. But when you don't have a Final Four appearance, you're not really relevant in hoops. So my team is not relevant in hoops. If you didn't go to the Final Four, you can't really you know what do you we hang a banner because you know we won. I don't know. We won a division in hoops or whatever. No, it's about going um, to the final four. Randall, we we lost the uh, following Saturday to Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, where was that at? Was it out in uh, Phoenix? Was that where yeah, that it was? was? It was way out there, and I'm not holding up. Uh, I'm not Didn't really. They had that big gorilla-looking dude with a freaking uh, like he was like 40 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the big seven-footer guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he looked like Sasquatch. He did look like a Sasquatch. So, uh, Russell or Brent says South Carolina is irrelevant in football and basketball, sir. We can watch a Final Four appearance from South Carolina in HD. Can we do Who that? Said that? Brent Moritz on YouTube. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to defend the football An team. NC State fan really said something about being relevant. <laughs> Yeah, so there's that. Okay, well, well uh, I mean, but, what, I mean, hey, what's what happened the last time we ran into each other? I don't know the basketball program. I'm sorry. That's how things are uh, determined, <laughs> and we can watch a we game. Actually, we actually beat Clemson too. And you, you people, there. you people lost to them three games in a row. Man, can't do it. You lost to them three games in a row this year, uh, or through zero and three against Clemson. We actually beat them. Travis said you were there, Jack. You was there where in the final four? Yeah, That's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Would you, Jackpot? Seriously though, I mean, for you as a as a fan, I mean, it, it's all about football in the end, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Chris Foster says they're beating NC State's ass in eighteen months. Do they do they have them on the football schedule? South Carolina does, I believe. No, uh, does Tennessee have them? Uh, Chris Foster says it. Oh, I don't know. Are they on the 2024 football schedule? For I'm looking it up right now. They probably are. They said, I don't know. I don't keep up with those shit post schools. So, but let's see here. 2024, maybe. According to FBS schedules, they will play a home game with Tennessee on Saturday, September the 7th in 2024. So, yeah. So, yeah, they are on the schedule. So, good luck for them. Oh, he says they're playing in Charlotte. Oh, that's our that's our home away from home. I don't know what they're doing. But. Oh, well, it says – oh, yeah, it is at Bank of America Stadium. Thank you for correcting me on that. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Yes, this is this is your boy Tristar. How are you doing? Hello. How are you? Oh, I am great. Uh, so I see you've been going over the schedules. Uh, so what do you have Clemson going this year? I don't know what Clemson's going to go yet because I think that I think worst case scenario for Clemson is nine and three. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, uh was not impressive in the Orange Bowl. I mean, he might be okay, but he's definitely not Trevor Lawrence. Yep, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan that goes in thinking, "Oh my God, we did this last year, so we're the absolute greatest thing ever." It all depends on who you've got coming back, which there are a lot of guys for Clemson that aren't there um, that are going to be drafted here next month, and there's going to be some holes there for Clemson. There really, really is. And until we can figure out who's going to fill those holes, you can't just sit here and say, all right, well, 
they're going to go and go out and roll everybody. I, I just don't see that happening. I think their roster currently is better, good enough to get them nine wins with the schedule that they've got. Now, wouldn't you love to have players like a Trevor Lawrence, a Taj Boyd, a Travis Etienne, and a Mario Rogers? Wouldn't you love to have those four on your team right now? I mean, you know, just like I'm sure Jackpot would love to have Connor Shaw and Marcus. Mario Rogers was eh. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he wasn't. You know, when I think of great Clemson receivers, like Mari Rogers, don't pop into my head. Yeah, because Hunter Renfro does first. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. No, uh, I was going to say Mike Williams, but you know, you ruined it. So go fuck yeah, I ruined it. Yeah, go fuck yourself. But no, well, it's uh, Hunter Sammy Renfro. Watkins. Ain't no Newt Hopkins. Holy shit! With Newt Hopkins. <laughs> now, now here's the thing. If if the offense isn't averaging forty five points a game next year, uh, how are you going to feel about that? Uh, I mean, what do you mean? How am I going to feel about that? I don't. I don't well, understand I mean, what you're saying. Well, just like with Trevor Lawrence, Taj Boyd, Demario Rogers, and Travis Etienne, the offensive scheme you're about to have, uh, you have some mimicking the gimmick, go big orange, and uh, have some mimicking the gimmick, and have some more mimicking the gimmick. Have a good night. Well, when you're dumb as fuck and you just have to repeat things over and over and over again to try to make a point instead of having an actual conversation, that's kind of where you are there. Um, look, they're not doing they, – they're going to try to play at a faster pace. It doesn't mean they're going to run up to the offensive line as fast as they possibly can to try to exploit matchups. It's not the same thing. It doesn't matter what the quarterback said. Go and look at what TCU did last year. They ran at a quicker pace, but it wasn't what Tennessee does. It wasn't, hey, get people to a point where they have to play straight-up man coverage on you and hope that their cornerbacks can do what South Carolina did to you, which was beat you like you stole something when they dropped nuts on you, which is what their uh, defensive back said. I'm not going to run that same kind of offense, man. Was it? Is it anything? Is it anything? Is it a bit concerning uh, to the Tater Man with um, you know the new OC? Yeah, I know um, you know helped lead TCU to the national championship game, and all that stuff's great. But you know, is it any? Is it concerning at all that they were only able to muster a measly seven points on the biggest stage of them all, and, and that came like like they scored like. Um, right after a, a huge gain on a broken play, right near the beginning of the game. I mean, you can basically say they got shut out. Yeah. I mean, is that concerning at all? When you yeah. look at, you know, Kent State, Mizzou, um, Florida, yep, um, all these teams that are terrible put more points up on the board than TCU did a team that made the national championship. Right. Well, um, yeah. That's why I'm not going to be the Clemson fan that runs around saying, oh, my God. Like, there, there literally are Clemson fans that are thinking that, that Garrett Riley is, like, the end-all, be-all. This guy's going to just run through everything. I'm not buying that. I'm not, I'm not until we get out there and actually see what they can do. I mean, Clemson's got issues with the receiving core. They're like, oh, this guy's going to come in, and uh, the kid from Myrtle Beach is going to come in, and – he didn't have a good season because he tore his ACL. And, you know, there's questions at running back, in my opinion. There's questions at the wide receiver spots. Uh, there's questions on the road. It'd be pretty solid, though, with Shipley. I'm talking about after Shipley. What if Shipley, what if Shipley turns a knee? Then what? Well, I mean, you've got Maffa back there, right? I think Maffa's still there, yeah. And uh, is Kobe Pace still there? I think Kobe Pace graduated. I have to check on that. So These guys are okay. I'm just saying it's hard to sit here and say, hey, they're going to be the greatest offense ever when we just don't know. I think they could be better than what they were last year because I think there were so many questions around Uwe Ungalale. But I think Uwe Ungalale is going to go up to Oregon State and throw for 7,000 yards. <laughs> I really do. So Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm optimistic. But now I, I are you are you going to follow the beef this uh, this fall? 
Are you going to follow always, the ukulele's career or just kind of? No, I always follow the beef because that's your favorite team, Jackpot. I, I look on uh, Sunday morning. Did the beef win? Jackpot was probably watching that game on Saturday night late after his Gamecocks played. Yeah, probably two sheets in the wind. Um, yeah. You're probably half tanked when they when the game started. That's all right, though. Yeah, I mean, Oregon State's kind of team you got to look at the next morning on your phone to see if they won or lost. You really don't. Don't really watch the games. Uh, I play a lot of Friday night games. Party um, <laughs> Russ's golly gee, beef. <laughs> Comment of the night, sir. Comment that, of the night. God damn it, Big Barney Ross. Uh, the, 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 they do play. They play some Friday night games. Uh, the beef does. So yeah. I get to get to catch those. Yeah. Uh, Randall says he's not completely sold on Brian Kelly yet, but he definitely has enough talent now to beat Florida State. Yeah, um, that that may be true too. If if he doesn't if he doesn't beat Florida State, they need to string him up like Troy Landry's crew string up one of them Gators to weigh it uh, on Swamp <laughs> People after they caught one, you know, at the at the at the Gator at the Gator House. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. No, Thomas, he better beat them. Thomas says most of the time, if you have a new OC, you'll struggle some. Yeah, look, I mean, new OCs, man, they come in. That's just the way that it is, man. I mean, they they come in, and you don't know if they're going to be great or not. So, there you go with that. Uh, jackpot. It says that LSU and South Carolina are headed for a rematch. He's talking about in women's hoops. I think it's going that way. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, we um, yeah, shouldn't have a problem. I hope. Where's that game being played at? Anyway, uh, I can look that up for you. Like the, the final four, I believe, is in Texas for the women. So let's look at the bracket here. South, I think they're playing in Greenville. So South Carolina moved on. They're playing Maryland on the. They're already on. Their way there, it looks like. Yeah, they'll play the – they got Maryland to go to the Final Four t- tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Um, LSU will play – they beat Miami, so LSU's already in the Final Four. For them to play each other, they have to be in the championship game because they're on opposite sides of the bracket. Currently looks like Iowa will be punching their ticket to the Final Four. <laughs> on one side over here and uh we'll see where uh i mean south carolina should beat the dog piss out of maryland maryland's ugh. okay so thomas thomas says don needs to dress up a little yeah but that's not the kind of i mean that's just not their personality i mean she's not that you know she's not that that sexy you know i i you know i'm gonna you know wow you with my my good looks and that. It's just like I'm just gonna take my team out there and kick your ass. I mean, she's really she's like the she's like the uh, you know it's like the the female Bill Belichick of uh, women's she, basketball. Look, let's just be honest with what Don Staley is. She's a proud black lesbian woman from Philadelphia. She's not gonna wear the fucking Barbie shit that everybody else wears. It's just the way that it is. I I didn't know she was a lesbian, but thank you for. Uh, Come on now. Fill me in on that. I didn't know. Anyway, so is Jack Pock. No, it's not, there's nothing ugly about her. She just has her own style. No, she's not. She's from Philly. Yeah. Uh, she played at, uh, uh, no, it was UVA, oh, I thought. Virginia, that's right. She played at Virginia and then coached at Temple. That's right. Somebody tried to tell me she was kin to Deuce Staley. I said, no, she ain't. No. Allegedly, very good, Big Barney Ross. Jordan Bowman says conferences represented in the Final Four. None for the Big Twelve, Big Ten, SEC, Pac twelve, or but you do have one for the ACC. Uh, Lunardi said it was the seventh best conference. Look, Miami has earned their spot in the Final Four. You don't want to take anything from them, but in the end, uh, I mean, North Carolina didn't make the tournament. Duke fell out before the Sweet 16, I believe. Um, I mean, it wasn't like a banner year for the ACC. As Virginia a lost in the first round. 
Yeah, Virginia lost to what a 15 seed? Oh yes. no, they were a four. There was a but they weren't a two seed. They were a four seed. The four thirteen yeah. matchup. So, eh. Yep. <clears throat> Frothy says you're a staunch WNBA supporter. Hmm. Okay. Thank you for reading that because I thought it said I was a snatch in WNBA supporter. <laughs> Your mom snatches low in cholesterol. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Oh Jesus. <laughs> All right, Jackpot, do you have anything else that you want to go over this evening? Um, Man, I'm telling you, I just can't think of anything. Haven't really heard a lot of news out of spring practice yet. so No, nothing to really throw you off there. By the way, I think that Don Staley could go coach the South Carolina men's team. They'd probably be better. So there's that. I agree with that. She could coach the Clemson men's team. They would, If she had coached the Clemson team this year, they would have been in the tournament. Uh, let's go to the phones really quick before we get out of here. Welcome to the program. Good evening. <laughs> what a great way to end the show. All right, Jackpot, we'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>